found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a hump day edition of Tidbits on Wednesday. Yes. You know, here we you are. Hit Wednesday, Matt. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> Rest of your week. Is it? Yeah. Is it all downhill? All downhill from here. Okie doke then. Here we are, ready for yet another edition of Tidbits. The uh, Mega Millions prize, not hit. Not won again. Now it's estimated at $1.35 billion. Hi, hi. That's a lot of dough. That's a lot of dough. Winning numbers for Tuesday night, seven. Here's what got most everybody. 13, 14, 15. Wow. Yeah, that's probably what uh, made that a non-winner. 18 and Mega Ball 9. Mega Plier was three times. Does the Mega Plier, that's just uh, for the first five numbers, I presume, the Mega Plier. So if you got all five numbers, you'd get three times what that'd be normally worth. I don't know. I don't either. No idea. I've yet to buy a ticket. I still haven't. I don't know that I will buy <laughs> the uh, next drawing, which would be Friday. Now it's going to be Friday. If you took the uh, cash payout for Friday, now you're up to $707.9 million you'd get for cash payout. Then you take your tax out of that, and you live happily ever after if you can get away from everybody. <laughs> if you can get away you'd from everybody. You'd have everyone. to get away. Yeah. Chances of winning, you've said it before, Matthew, one in 302.6 million. Yep. Million. So basically, one in every chance of being one person in the USA. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Throw a dart. Yep. Whoever lands on, that's who wins. (laughs) That's a whole lot of odds. Gosh. I did see a guy won a... uh, $15 $15 million scratch off, I think, in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. For $15 million. Yeah. And it said the odds of winning that, there are four $15 million winners in that game. There's still one out there. Mm. It was like one in um, $12 million. That's much greater Seriously. odds. Seriously. Yeah, I'd rather take those odds, wouldn't wow. you? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like, you know, a sure shot. (laughs) (laughs) We're dumb not to play. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. You you just never know how the numbers are going to come out. So Powerball is up to 360. Wow. And Hoosier Lotto is 7.8. So when's the um, Powerball? Is that tonight? They do that on a Wednesday? Uh, Hold on. Um, Next drawing is Wednesday. Okay, so tonight... Same with uh, Hoosier Lotto. Okay. Of course, I had my ticket, the false information ticket from Hoosier Lotto. I, <laughs> Did you turn that in? I, I've not done any. It's still in my wallet. Okay. For all I know, it may be worth two bucks. I don't know. Well. Remember. So, okay. Even if you play Hoosier Lotto. Okay. All right. Which, again, that jackpot is $7.8 million, which, let's be honest, that's walking money. Yeah, yeah. I could live on <laughs> that's, it. That's yeah. walking money. Um, your overall odds are one in, we'll say, just over $9 million. 
Even better odds. Even better odds. One in nine million. Yeah. Surely you could win that. Surely. How hard is it? <laughs> I mean, it's just good luck to everybody, but you just never know how they're going to come out. 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And this next drawing is on Friday the 13th. So. Triscodecophobia. Yeah, there you go. But again, the number 13 was in this. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the number 13, folks. Now, those numbers, didn't we say that they go up to six, 70? 70, yeah. 70. Yeah. So none of them were over 18. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes all the way up to 70. So that just, it's just, wrap your head around it, really, if you think about the numbers. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And then the Mega Ball, there's 25 of those. So good luck to you. Good luck. You know, uh, you and I, we're good, proud Americans. We are. This says the Gen Z adults, they're 18 to 25, says they have much lower trust in U.S. government and institutions than older generations. Says they're also much less likely than other cohorts to say they're proud to live in the United States. Now, we can give you a one-way ticket, kids. Okay, <laughs> I have no problem. One-way ticket. What's some of the worst places on earth you could live, Matthew? You mm. mm. can think of many. Yeah. You can think of many, 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 many terrible places yeah. to live. I have to wonder, okay, I have to wonder, if you took the same survey in 1968, okay. 1969, okay. what those numbers would look like. You know, the flower children. Yeah. yeah. Would that group call themselves, oh, I'm proud to be an American? Especially during the Vietnam during War. During the Vietnam yeah. War, during, you know. So maybe. All that stuff. Would, would, would it be the same thing back then? That age bracket may always be there. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Yeah. We get and it older. may ebb and flow yeah. depending on right. what's going on. Now, if you did that in that age group, in 2001, after the 9-11 attack. That's a different you know, story. You know. It says that the they are by far the lowest net share expressing such patriotic sen sentiment. Just 16 percentage points in net agreement. They clock in 20 percentage points below the next lowest generation, which are millennials, and a whopping 57 percentage points below baby boomers. <laughs> Does it say what the uh, Gen X is? No, no. Didn't say them. Gen X seems to get ignored. We, we okay. really do, man. We <laughs> Never mention much. You know, you always have trouble with Gen Z or millennials. Then you talk about the baby boomers. But What's funny is the, the boomers raised us, but we gave birth to the millennials. And the millennials and the boomers and the Gen Zers, they all like fight. And we're just like hanging out in the background, I guess. I don't know. Never mention much in any of the stories we ever do. It's always millennials yeah. and Gen Z. So anyway, get your patriotism going again. And um, but you're right. You know, probably every age group through time has yeah. probably been it just depends on what's yeah. going on in the world yeah. you know it really honestly probably does 
Korean War, yeah. dating back to 1950. You know, who knows what they were thinking? Right. Were in their bobby socks, poodle skirts. <laughs> oh, they were they were having fun. <laughs> go cat, go. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> it is 6.30. We'll uh, take a break for news. A check of our weather. Anything looking significant in the weather? Or No. Okay. No. Nothing significant. The only significant. thing significant is that we're super mild for this time of year. So okay. that's... And I like that. That's about it. That helps get through the winter. Yeah. Mild stretches. Will it be blazing hot this summer, though? Good question. Will it? <laughs> <laughs> Will it? Or will it all just be tempered and we'll just have a mild year? Aren't we in an El Nino this year? I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, you know, because that makes things different, you know, when we're in an El Nino. Mm. And we'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's 6.36, uh, hump day Wednesday. This is the 11th day of the new year. And it's still pretty new if you're 11 days in. But uh, Matt sent me this yesterday. And <laughs> it's like we've talked about it before. We, we've talked about this many times. This woman. And this is the title of the story. Okay. Woman who won $43 million. That's, that's walking money. Yeah, I'll say was offered a steak dinner instead of her weddings by casino. We've had that. How do you do that? We've we've made fun of like that was our you know, oh, sorry, that's that's incorrect. It's a steak dinner. That's what happened. Her name is Katrina Buckman. Okay. She was playing the slots at the Resorts World Casino in Jamaica, Queens. When she secured what would have been the largest slot machine jackpot in U.S. history, about $43 million. In history? Yeah. Okay. She took a selfie with the machine to mark the moment <laughs> and later said her whole body went numb. Well, yeah. yeah, that's, well, yeah. It's a life-changing amount of money. She was told to come back the next day to discuss her winnings. But when she asked an employee what she'd be walking away with, he responded, quotes, <laughs> You didn't win nothing. Oh, no. You didn't win nothing. Now, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The New York State Gaming Commission said Bookman's machine had malfunction. Well, of course they can say that. And that she actually had only won $2.25. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's no. Oh, my gosh. There's no way. I am. The machine had a disclaimer oh, of course. stating malfunctions void all plays and plays. And they all, all plays say and that. plays. And as a result, the commission said they were required by law to give Bookman only what she'd actually won. Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. As a gesture of goodwill, the casino <laughs> offered Bookman a, goodwill. a complimentary steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know where he can shove that. <laughs> Although oh, that's my. hardly something to cheer about when you think you've won enough money to eat steak for the rest of your life. A spokesman for a spokesperson for Resorts World, Dan Bank, told CNN, "Upon being notified of the situation, casino personnel were able to determine that the figure displayed on the penny slot was the result of an obvious malfunction." A fact later confirmed by the New York State Gaming Commission. After explaining the circumstances to Miss 
Hold on, it refreshed. Um, what is what is happening? Okay. Um, See, you're having a malfunction. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, anyway, this story's not legit. The, the year after she thought she'd won, Bookman's lawyer filed a lawsuit. Okay. Described the casino uh, casino's claims as ridiculous. Okay. You can't claim a machine is broken because you want it to be broken. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. Perfect. Does that mean it wasn't inspected? Does it mean it wasn't maintained? That's a good point. And if so, does that mean people that played there before had zero chance of winning? There you go. See, very so good. So this was ultimately settled out of court. Okay. So they wrote So her she a, got more they, than stake. Yes, yeah, so they wrote her a check to shut up and go away. <laughs> but that's a legitimate point. <sighs> yeah. From her attorney. That's just... And again, it's a penny machine. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're not expect. On any given penny machine I've ever played, I'm not looking for that. Right. $43 million. But if it shows it on the screen... Well, don't, that, don't they have to display what the jackpot of that particular game I, is? I guess so, I, I suppose. $43 million? <laughs> I've never seen such a thing. You know, you go to these local casinos, got people with their picture with their check. Yes. You know, it's... Twenty-two hundred dollars, or right, you know, right. maybe up to ten. Yeah, you never see big, big winners no, ever. Nothing like that. No. Wonder what she ended up with. Like what they settled out of court. Yeah. Who knows? Because any attorney, I think, could bring that up. But every machine says that. Right. Right. Because if you actually look around when you play, and you're not just mesmerized by the screen because they make a mesmerizing okay you're just you're zombie in yeah yeah i mean they set it up so you zombie in and you stay there right but they all say it and uh, i don't know but we've had that before some poor old lady at a steak dinner because <laughs> it quote malfunctioned oh sorry i feel like the other one we had though was like it wasn't forty three million. No, it was it like it was much. like eight five five eight million. Yeah, something it, like that. it wasn't a yeah. huge huge amount. But you know, you talk forty three million. That's substantial to make your heart start ticking, <laughs> and then to to be brought back down by those guys telling, oh, you didn't, and especially if they come back tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think so. We're settling now. That's. <laughs> It's my money, and I want it now. Right. That's one. Because how do you know the the machine that they that she played was the one that was inspected? I mean, there's so many, yeah. so many things. I mean, it's just I don't know. Gives them time to set it up, but that's a great point by the attorney. Just because you don't want it to. Yeah. <laughs> this from Anderson County, South Carolina, where the uh, sheriff's department found ecstasy pills disguised as Lucky Charm marshmallows. <laughs> I'm telling you, they come up with all kinds. They conducted a traffic stop. An officer witnessed firsthand a drug deal that took place in a parking lot. Deputies then followed the vehicle and stopped Shemika Nicole Hammonds. Whenever you're a criminal, you get your middle name. After the stop, a drug bust hook uh, took place. Seven pounds of clear plastic bags with Lucky Charm-like ecstasy were found totaling 10,000 pills. Jeez. The woman 
of course, was arrested, charged with trafficking methamphetamine. Now they're making them look like Lucky Charm marshmallows. It's, man, I just, to be a a law enforcement representative, that'd be a tough racket. Absolutely. a whole lot to look for. My gosh. Whole lot to look for. So, going back to our casino, (laughs) we got a text. And there is the other side of this, where it also brings up the point how many people thought they may have actually won something if they did if the machine malfunctions right how many people didn't win anything when in fact they probably should have so it's like right how do you deal with that i don't know matthew i've never had to worry when they actually won something right right so i don't know i've never been fortunate enough to win anything i think the most i've ever won is 1200 bucks and that's just enough to pay tax on you know, so then they come around. There you are. You got to fill out a form. Yeah, you got to go. You know, it's, it's, but um, I, that, I've never seen anything in any of the casinos I played locally that have that much money. You know, to offer it. I, I just haven't. Right. Now you've got like there's a the a branch of you've got one in South Bend. You've got one in New Buffalo. Then they've got several in Michigan, and then they've got others. Mm-hmm. Now, four wins yeah. is the casino. Yeah. Now, some of their jackpots get pretty, pretty good size if you look at, but that involves all. But that that, that involves yeah. Yeah, it's not right. just there. Right. It's like the guys selling uh, tickets to to win a car at the fair. Okay. Have yeah. you have you been through that? Yeah. Well, they're, it's not just at that. Fair. They're going everywhere. Right. Okay. Right. So you're thinking, oh. Got a good shot. Well, we got 60, 80 people going to buy a ticket. That's here. a whole summer's worth of fairs. <laughs> so, and various festivals <laughs> and, you know, conferences. and it's like winning that pig, you know, at the Little League. Yeah. <laughs> Are there other Little Leagues in on that pig? I don't know. <laughs> well, I could get a pig in a freezer. This uh, from a former flight attendant that reveals why you should never, ever take the voucher when you're bumped from a flight, let's listen. Travel tips you might not know about. Let's go! Oh, boy. If you are flying within, to, or from the United States and you were involuntarily bumped off your flight due to an overbooking, don't accept the voucher! Not only are the airlines required to find your alternative flight, but depending on the length of the delay, you are entitled to cash. For domestic flights, you are entitled up to $1,350 cash based on your one-way ticket price. For international flights, the compensation is the same, but the delayed times are different. Go get that cash. There you go. Have you ever... I've never... It's never happened I'm not flown enough. But I would. I would take a bump. You know, then... Because I... You just got to never be in a hurry when you're traveling, I think. Right. Right. And if there was a bump, you know, especially around the holidays, yeah, bump me. And then I'll just end up going when it, you know, and then get a little money and make some Christmas dough. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm afraid she'd drive me crazy on that flight, though, with that uh, voice. <laughs> I don't want to be dealing with her. Well, there is that. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, she was just a little too. I feel like I was, I flew, I flew to Florida once okay. by myself. Yeah. And there was a terrible storm in the middle of the country that was causing havoc. And um, 
I want to say I was flying. Let's let's. I don't. I don't remember what I was flying. Okay. But let's pretend I was flying Southwest. We'll pretend. And I went to the thing. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna fly it. And they're like, yeah, that's being diverted. Let me see what I can do you. So she actually put me on a United flight to get me to where I needed to go. Is that right? Yeah. No extra cost. No, no, absolutely not. She wow. put me on a United flight, and I think I went to. I went from Indy to Washington D.C. Wow. and then down to down to Florida. You get to see the nation. Sure did. It, it's like Amtrak. <laughs> you know, it makes no sense to me the route they take. Yeah. It's like a three day adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, if if you take Amtrak from like Chicago to Florida, yeah, because they go down the East Coast and it's like <laughs> there, you know, there's got to be a more direct route. It has to be, you know. It's like when you order anything online and you like track it. It's like, oh, your shipment is in. Why is it going there? <laughs> There's got to be a reason, but yeah. um, doesn't make any sense to me. And finally, this is a gig of a, life, a lifetime for me. Okay, I should retire and, and take this up. Oscar Meyer is currently looking for a new prospective hot dog driver. Oh, their giant wiener mobile. <laughs> the job's full time, and it's a one year assignment. The job listing says we need outgoing, creative, friendly, enthusiastic, graduating college senior. That's you. Yeah. That's describes me to a T. <laughs> Who have an appetite for adventure, and they're willing to see the country through the windshield of the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. There you go. Applicants should have a BA or BS. I've got the BS. Preferably <laughs> in public relations. Journalism, communication. See, I'm right there. Yeah. My years of experience should take that well, over. It should absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Advertising, marketing, though applicants are not limited to these degrees. Hmm. So, see, I could still make it. Plus, you get to travel all over the U.S. and get to meet people from coast to coast. You know me, Matt. I love to meet people. <laughs> you sure do. Okay, so. It's your favorite. <laughs> I'm to drive around in the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. <laughs> Plus, I know how you love being the center of attention. Yes, you love yes, having, I, you know. And let alone driving a big Wiener Mobile in big city traffic. Yes, that's that'd exactly. Be, that, that'd be wonderful. What you want to do with your life. Maybe the cockpit's large enough you could drive and I could just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, the requirement was you had to be a little guy because it was little Oscar. In the Wienermobile. Seriously. And he, and he was a little fella. T- Here's little Oscar in the Wienermobile. So if, little Oscar. If you're four foot nine. <laughs> of course, that's back in the day before you worried about what you said in any advertising sure, campaign. Sure. You know, it was before we got to where we are today in society. <laughs> it was little Oscar. How do you think that thing handles? Like, you think it- well, I can't imagine that it's that great to drive. Everything in there is probably plastic. <laughs> what's in there? Like, what's inside well, it? Well, see? So you're know. curious I'm now, curious. I want to... Now you want to drive it. I do. <laughs> it's your picture taken with the Wintermobile. Matt just wants to see what kind of engine's in there. I just want to... Yeah, I just want to, like, take it for a spin, man. I just can't imagine driving because you're going to draw attention. You're in a wiener mobile, okay? Right. right. Do you have to sleep in the wiener mobile? What if you do? What if that's like your home? Like that's where you. Oh, by the way, this is where you live. <laughs> and all you get to eat is wieners. Yeah. 
And you know what they say, that takes how many years off your life? One wiener, okay? It's like, so there you go. Quite an opportunity. And are you only allowed to like eat Oscar Mayer family of foods? Like, you know? <laughs> There's probably such trenchant guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> Got to shave every day probably. You know, it's like, no. Might have to wear a chef's cap. Probably a, a little Oscar some hat sort too. Of, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. It's <laughs> so there you go, Matt. <laughs> some tidbits on this uh, Wednesday. All right, I got to go. We'll do it tomorrow. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.